You're listening to a message from Christian Life Ministries in Coventry, a dynamic, growing church in the heart of the nation. We pray that God will speak to you through this word and impact your life for His glory. Hey everyone, it's CLM, it's Mark Ritchie here, and wow, 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 it's good to see you. I, even though I, I would love, I'd love to actually physically see you, but now it's brilliant to get this opportunity to open the Bible. And wow, these are crazy days. We are learning phrases that we never knew maybe a couple of years ago, like, you know, social distancing and all these different phrases. But I don't know if you've heard this phrase and it's called wardrobe adjustment, wardrobe adjustment. Now, what is that? Well, it's hilariously the fact that lots of people, because they've mainly been living in their houses and working from home and living, people have gone crazy on just being in their pajamas all day and in their loungewear. Now, I know there's a lot of these videos kicking around and I don't know if you've seen this actual one, but my son and me were absolutely laughing because um, a gentleman was on a Zoom call, a business Zoom call, and he was talking to his client and he got a jacket on and a shirt and a tie and he was talking. And as he was talking, um, the cat came in at the back door and opened the door and this disturbed him and he just says, oh, excuse me one second, I'll just shut the door. Um, and as he went to shut the door, of course the camera caught this, he'd forgot that he'd not put any trousers on. So he was in his pants. So the, the, the client saw him shutting the door in his pants. And I think that's what they mean when they say wardrobe adjustment. It's that sense of like, wow, we've got to start dressing appropriately again and we're no longer indoors. Well, you'll be glad to hear, I'm not wanting to talk to you today about wardrobe adjustment, but what I do want to talk to you about is attitude adjustment. You know, I've had to realize that at this time, I've got to adjust my attitude. You know, I kind of got myself to a place in lockdown where I had to get a good and positive attitude about that. But now um, there's, we're in this new season, autumn, you know, 2020, and it's like I've got to adjust my attitude. The great thing to tell you straight away, church, is that we get to choose our attitude. We get to choose it. That you, you don't just have to roll with the punches and just be whatever. You can be intentional about choosing your attitude. My wife, Tamsin, and me are so excited to tell you that we've got some brilliant family news. And that is that my daughter, Kezia, um, announced her engagement a couple of weeks ago. She's getting engaged, she's getting married. I'm very excited. Please give me some money. And uh, that's the joke. And uh, it's like, wow, we're very excited. One downside to this though, is that my wife and my daughter have started to watch a TV program called Say Yes to the Dress. Say Yes to the dress. Now, let me tell you straight away, this is a horrendous TV program. I would rather lie under my car 
and lick the engine than actually watch it, yeah? I do everything I can to try and get out the room when it's on. The basic premise of the show is this, is that the experts are brought there to kind of let this bride-to-be see all these different dresses and the, the bride-to-be's got her mom and her, and her um, are, uh, what are they called, bridesmaids, I need to get these words, bridesmaids. I was gonna say the bride and her waitresses, but that would have been wrong. The bride and the bridesmaids, um, mom, they're all sitting there and they're all like, oh, I like that dress. And then all these dresses come out. And this bride-to-be has got to make the big decision. The big decision, which dress is she gonna choose? She gets to choose what she's gonna wear for her big day. And you know, we've got that coming with our daughter. She's gonna be wanting to try on different dresses, but I am, you'll not see me for dust. I will not be around for that. But you know, the great thing about that show is that that bride-to-be, she gets to choose. It's not forced on her. She gets to choose, does she like this one? This one's got this kind of look and that one's got that look and they take forever to decide but actually they get to choose. And the great news, church, is that we get to choose our attitude. That today, sitting wherever you are in your front room or in your bedroom or your kitchen or wherever you're watching this, you get to choose your attitude. So I'm wanting to chat to you about three attitudes that I have chosen. Three attitudes that I have chosen. Um, the first attitude that I have chosen that I want to be is this, and that is to have a joyful attitude, a joyful attitude. Let me just read you this. In Proverbs 17, verse 22, it says this, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Oh, church, you know, I really want to speak to us today that we would choose to have a joyful attitude. You know, there is so much that we can complain about. There is so much moaning that we could do. You know, I'm always in a queue. That's what it feels like. I'm in lots of queues. I'm in lots of lines. If I go to the supermarket, I'm in a line. If I go for a coffee, I'm in a line. You know, it seems like 2020 is the year for queuing and, and we can get frustrated and we can, things seem to take a lot longer and people are not obeying all the rules and people are not putting their masks on and there are so many things around us and we can become complainers. We can become those who are whinging all the time and are moaning. But you know, I've had to decide that I am choosing the attitude that I am going to have a joyful attitude, that I'm going to, I'm going to have fun in this season, that I'm going to have a spring in my step, that I'm going to be thankful to God for, for a new day and for the opportunity to smile and to laugh. You know, I am, I've been doing some daft things on Instagram, little silly clips where I've just done little things. You can see me on Mark Ritchie UK. And, you know, I've been doing just to make people smile. And because people have been saying, you know, it's been a tough season. But laughter and joy and fun are good for our souls. 
you know, how about this weekend? You get some family around and you just have some fun. You just laugh and you tell some funny stories and you just have a few smiles. Church, I really want to say that, you know, it's really important that we take on this joyful attitude. You know, I've decided that I'm going to try and use some of those times. You know, if I'm in line for the supermarket, I've decided that I'm, I'm going to maybe leave a few positive messages. I, I kind of voice note people on WhatsApp and I, I, maybe I pray a prayer over them. Or maybe I just kind of leave them a nice cheeky message. And it's like, I'm going to make the most of this time. I'm going to try and have a joyful attitude. Um, I... I love this little phrase, but I don't want to be in the BMW club. Now, don't worry if you've got a BMW sitting outside your door. I'm not having a go at your car. It's actually the BMW club stands for the blamers, moaners, and whingers. You know, people are always blaming everyone else for the stuff. People are always moaning. Have you met people that are complaining about everything and everything? My son came back yesterday and said that he was behind someone who was just moaning about everything to do with this year, 2020. And he says, oh, dad, it was tiring. And you know, you know if you're someone that's moaning all the time, you know, you become a drainer. You drain people of energy. You drain people. No, 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 no. We don't want to be blamers. We don't want to be moaners. We don't want to be whingers that are whinging about everything. Let's be those that have got a joyful attitude. Let's do people good this week. You know, people that you meet, let's do their souls good. Let's do the spirits good. The second attitude that I am deciding, not only am I choosing to have a joyful attitude, but the second attitude that I want to have is a faith Failed attitude, a faith-filled attitude. You see, there's lots of things about 2020 that feel restrictive. Lots of things that feel like we're being contained. And you know, we're like kind of limited. And it feels like it's been such a limiting year. But I want to talk to us about having a faith-filled attitude. I still want to live a life with stories to tell. You know, in the book of Matthew, there's an incredible story that you've probably heard a few times when Jesus was walking on the waves and the disciples in the boat saw Jesus on the water. And some of you know the story. Peter got up and Peter said, I'm coming, Jesus, I'm coming. I love Peter. You know, he just goes for it. And then, wow, Peter starts to walk on the waves. Faith-filled attitude. You know, I want to have stories to tell. I don't want to look back on 2020 and just be like, yeah, it was a year of containment. It was a year when I was limited. It was a year of you just being kind of negative. I want to have a year where, do you know what? I've still got faith stories to tell. I prayed for someone and I saw them healed in the name of Jesus. I, I, I witnessed to someone. I gave testimony about Jesus and saw them turned around in the name of the Lord. I want to have stories to tell. I always, you know, I, I, I've said this probably before with you guys, so please forgive me. But, you know, when people preach on Peter, I've heard so many preachers and they talk about, oh, Peter began to sink and, oh, little faith. 
I'm like, wow, preacher, when was the last time you walked on the waves? I mean, Peter actually walked on water. And it's incredible. And, you know, I love the fact that, like, those other disciples, they stayed in the boat. Peter walked on the waves. And even though he did start to sink, he touched Jesus. You know, as Jesus reached out and picked him up, he touched Jesus in a way that none of the other disciples knew. They didn't know his hand pulling them out of the water. And if we want to touch Jesus in a way like we've never before, then let us take risks for God. Let us have faith adventures. Let us do things that we are so shocked and surprised that we'd ever thought we could do. Wow. I, I love the fact that, you know, Peter, the place of safety was not the boat. The place of safety for Peter was next to Jesus in the storm. Wow, friend, you know, you might be looking like, oh, let's just get this pandemic over. Let's just get this 2020 over and we're just scrabbling. Let me just get to that boat. The safety is not in the boat. The safest place that you can be is next to Jesus in the storm. Next to Jesus in the storm. Oh, friend, what are you going through right now? What storm are you in right now? Wow, Jesus is right next to you in this storm. Incredible. We want to take these incredible steps. The brilliant uh, Zimbabwean writer that I've been reading a little bit of his stuff recently, um, Deleo, his name is, and he says this, taking a step in the dark is braver than taking a leap in the light. Taking a step in the dark is braver than taking a leap in the light. Wow, that we would like step out this week, that we would maybe say, come on, I'm going to have a faith-filled attitude. I'm not going to have a, an attitude that's retreating and, and an attitude that's like, oh, you know, I'm so limited. I'm actually going to step out in faith. I also feel like that story I was just telling you about Peter beginning to sink in the I feel there are some people watching this and, you know, you, you're in that situation. You're sinking. You know, Jesus tells a great story about we build our lives on rock or we build our lives on sand. And those who build their lives on rock, that's, that's God. We build our lives on God. You know, we can stand. We can withstand the storm because our life is built on the rock. But Jesus said, there are those who build their lives on the sand and when the storm comes, everything is shaking. And 2020 has shaken everything. And I know that there are some people that you're here and, and your life's been built on the sand and wow, everything is shaking. Well, I just want to say that maybe today you feel like you're sinking. Maybe today you feel like you're sinking, but Jesus' hand is right there and he puts his hand out and he takes your hand. And if you will only take the hand of Jesus, you will know today, wow, you will know today that Jesus is your rescue. I, I heard a great story that happened on the Wirral Flats and Wirral near Liverpool and they've got these flats and it's like this sand and some of it, there are bits of sinking sand 
And a man actually got into the sinking sand and the, 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 the sand, the muds came right up, you know, to his chain. And he was in desperate trouble. And what happened is that the police were called and the police vehicle came onto the, the flats and actually the police vehicle began to sink. And it's, it actually did sink. And that the, in the end, they had to get the hovercraft to come and the hovercraft saved the man. And you know, I find it interesting that today there are some people and you feel like you are sinking. And you know, just in that story, the law, the law did not help the police. Like they, they came and drove their vehicle on and they started to sink. And you know, the Bible talks about that the law will not save us. You know, trying to be better, just setting ourselves better rules, that will not save us. You know, that hovercraft was designed for that very situation. And Jesus, the son of God, when he died on the cross, he, that was all designed because that is your rescue. Not the law, but Jesus. Jesus is the rescue. Grace is the rescue. And if you reach out and touch Jesus, he will pull you out of your sinking and you will know the rock called God. Wow. So my first, my first attitude is a joyful attitude. My second attitude that I'm choosing is a faith-filled attitude. And the third attitude that I want to talk about is like a valiant, brave attitude. Wow. Psalm 62 verse 6, the Bible says, I will not be shaken. That we can say that I will not be shaken, not because I'm amazing, but because God is amazing you know to have a brave and valiant attitude oh friend I'm speaking to someone today and I'm saying you know it's so easy in this season for us to be timid it's quite easy for us to retreat but actually God's looking for us to have a brave attitude a valiant attitude that says you know what I'm going to be strong you know friend during this season, I've put some podcasts, four podcasts together um, called Soul Focus. And it's, these um, podcasts are about speaking to our soul. And lots and lots of people during this time have got back to me and said, Mark, it's been so helpful. You know, I talk about leading yourself well. And friend, if you're watching this now, I would encourage you to maybe um, see on the screen, see the, the, the podcast. You can get it wherever you get your podcast from, Apple or whatever um, contraption you use, get the podcast. And, and it's like, speak to your soul. And I love this because in six, Psalm 62, it says, you know, why are you, you know, why are you downcast on my soul? Why is it so disturbed within me? And in, in, Psalm, in, in Psalm 62, verse 6, it talks about, you know, um, he is my refuge. God, you know, he is my strength. I will not be shaken. And, and, and David speaks to his soul. And, you know, at this time, we must speak to our soul. We must reassure ourselves and encourage ourselves in the Lord that we would be valiant and brave and courageous. I've decided that I'm not going to retreat. I've decided that I'm not going to have an attitude that's kind of like absolutely limiting and pulling back. But I've decided that I'm going to have a valiant, brave attitude. That I'm going to go and I'm going to say, God, help me in this season. You know, as you can imagine for someone like me, an evangelist who travels the world, you know, I, I, my world's completely changed. 
My diary has completely been obliterated. I was meant to be in Australia. I was meant to be in Canada, all these different things. And it could be so much that I could be in my house just going, oh, this year. But I have chosen, I am choosing what I am going to wear. And the attitude that I am going to wear is a valiant and a brave attitude. And God has opened some incredible things up. Let me tell you a quick little testimony that I got the opportunity to speak to 80 professional footballers on a Zoom meeting and I was able to give the gospel and to see some professional footballers in their rooms responding to the gospel. I would never have had that opportunity if things were in normal world. But I'm like, do you know what, Father? I'm going to take this and I'm going to have a brave and a valiant attitude. What do you want to be wearing in these next few months? What attitude do you want to be wearing? I want to wear a joyful attitude, a faith-filled attitude, a brave and valiant attitude. And I would urge you as you're watching this now that you would maybe take some of those on. And in these next few months, we are going to be strong in the Lord and we're not retreating, we're not giving ground, we're not fading away, but that we will not be shaken. Hallelujah. Well, as I just begin to wrap this up, I believe that there are a few people and you're like, Mark, do you know what? I am sinking. I, I, I'm going down. I, I, I feel like I'm going down. Well, friend, it's not the law that will save us, but it's the grace of Jesus Christ. Jesus comes. None of us deserve it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to simply pray this little prayer. And wherever you are, why don't you pray it in your heart? Pray it after me. This is the prayer. Jesus, I feel like I'm sinking. I feel like I'm going down. I reach out. I reach out to you. Thank you, Jesus, that you are my rescue, that you are my salvation. I take your hand now. Thank you that you forgive me. I'm sorry for my rubbish. I want to move on with you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Absolutely love you all and cannot wait to see you in person.